Hi, and welcome to Conversation with the Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Michael Harrison at Pretty Little in Balaclava. Michael's a modest guy. I could already tell that by talking to him. He's worked in excellent venues with top chefs right from the start. And you don't get to work your way up to head chef by the age of 26 without having something pretty stellar about you. Pretty Little owner Michael Bayard is full of praise for his new head chef and mentions the level of creativity that Michael brings to the kitchen every day. The way that Michael describes some of his dishes has me hanging off his every word and desperately searching my diary for the next free night to get back over to Balaclava. Michael, how are you? Fine, lovely to meet you. <laughs> um, so I've been reading a little bit about you, but not very much, and, um, and I've seen the, um, the really happy looking face that you had in the Instagram photo for Pretty Little, so, <laughs> so I'm intrigued to find <laughs> out <you>. more. <laughs> um, now I saw that you didn't initially think you'd be a chef, but you were doing work experience at school um, when you were 16, and then that's how you got into it. What, can you yeah. tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when, yeah, when, when I was sixteen, um, yeah, I wasn't wasn't really uh, too keen on school and uh, did some work experience in, in the city um, at the Athenaeum Club and the RACV Club, and um, yeah, it was just it was just like a like the kind of that going into the unknown, and I really didn't know what to expect, but I, I just loved it straight away, and. Um, just the atmosphere in the kitchen and yeah it's pretty it was pretty intense but yeah I loved it yeah yeah so from there did you finish the year at school and then get into it or did you straight away think this is it I'm gonna do this um I mean it did took it took a little while okay. um I suppose I was I mean just start off with that that initial work experience but it definitely definitely left an impression on me um after that I went on to to work at a place um, called uh, called Phoenix. Mm, I live across the road. <laughs> oh, really? So I know where it is. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, and um, that was working for a chef called uh, Raymond Capaldi, and um, yeah, he, he definitely left uh, left an impression on me. Just the just the intensity, um, and also just doing thing, things for for a purpose and, and, the, and the right reason. Yeah. Right. Because mm. that's now it's an events place. Was it still events then, or was it? Um, I, I think it's yeah. It's more like a functions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah events place now. It, but it was a restaurant then. It or? was yeah. Um, so that was in around two thousand. Okay. Um, yeah, and there was other personalities like um, the, I mean that kitchen was chock full of personality. George Columbaris, mm. you know Gary Megan, Ryan Clift. Um, yeah. Yeah, Quite a few of the other chefs I've spoken to have gone through there. It seems to have been a great place to have been an apprentice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There was like a lot. A lot of people did kind of come and go through that kitchen. Um, yeah, what was it was definitely definitely uh, you know tough um, kind of kind of culture. But you know there was ultimately like a really really good respect through the through the kitchen and what Raymond and Gary wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. And when you say um, you, you learnt the reason for doing things that the way you do them, what what do you mean? Um, I suppose like you know not just going into into a kitchen, you know just 
just being kind of lazy or you know blase you, you know like ha- having integrity when, when you do things do, doing things for things for, for a real reason and purpose and and just trying to get better every every day mm. yeah yeah mm. and um and you talked about the atmosphere but obviously also the challenges of in the kitchen that it was it was tough and i've heard um that that kitchen was um quite tough probably in the, in the earlier days um and I, and I think things have changed a bit now, but that sort of hierarchy of the kitchen and um, really being in awe and reverence, I suppose, of the of the head chef, I think mm. that's kind of changed a bit now. Um, but what do you think yeah, it was? Yeah, definitely. That, yeah. Do you, is that what you experienced? <laughs> um, Which is good. Like, it's a good discipline aspect of it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, that was definitely the other old school uh, way of, of doing things. Um, I, I still have re- respect for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the times now, definitely, you know, there, there's been progression in kitchens, but, you know, there's a lot better communication. And mm. um, yeah, I mean, like, I think just that the hospitality industry has grown, you know, so, so much. Um, and um, yeah, it's just, just for, the, for the better. Mm. Mm. And apart from the atmosphere, what, what kept you in despite it being took like long hours and hard work? Um, for me, food's always, at my heart, food's always been number one. So when I, when I actually saw the food that he was doing, and at the time it was, he was doing some really brilliant food, um, that really kind of kept me, that, that's the, the one reason that kind of kept me there. Just mm. seeing the food that he was doing, the, the technique, the passion, um, yeah, the, the intensity just behind it, that was, yeah, that was the reason that, that I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at your, um, the list of places that you've worked at, and it, it sounded as though you jumped to head chef quite quickly, or was it a, not quite as... I was 26, yeah. so I've been cooking for, for 10 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Did that so, feel natural, like a natural progression for you? Or? Yeah, yeah, it did actually, because... Um, well, I went on to work for with Jeremy Strode after after Raymond. That was um, another amazing experience, mm. and and then went on and um, worked at uh, with his sous chef at uh, at Lux after that, Lee Dundas, and you know he was a real mentor for me. Um, and then met Ben Shuri through through working at, at Lux in St Kilda, and um, yeah, so when uh, so when Ben uh, went to work on Attica. Um, I, I went. I went on uh, to work with him for a while, and that was, um, yeah, it was all all brilliant. Like really, really good for me. I was around. I was twenty three uh, when when I worked there. So it was that kind of like prime prime age for, um, yeah, just sort of like absorbing everything and and learning as much as I could. And yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So had you. Um done much foraging or that kind of stuff before then or was it Attica that um, I suppose that was like the, the real beginning I wouldn't say I was foraging I mean we were getting things like purslane and um, and you know other other things like that from you know going through the the, the backs the back streets um, along like train lines and, and whatnot but I mean it's a different yeah it's a it's a different restaurant there now you know yeah. the, the level of you know foraging and progression of you know um, yeah, but I mean, I was there at, at, at the beginning, but it, you know, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a massive learning, learning curve for yeah. me, and it was, it was great. So I was, I was 23 then, and then um, over the next few years, I went on to, to work at a couple of other um, restaurants, which, which was great, and then um, I just, 
yeah, it, it, I just I just felt like um, at, at that time that the, the places that I was working at, I was like, I, I, not being cocky or arrogant, I just felt like I, I think I can do this food myself mm. somewhere else, and I just thought just just to give it a go, and ha- had an had an offer, um, and just yeah went went ahead with it, and just thought well you know kind of nothing to nothing to lose if it doesn't work out you know go on to go on to the next thing yeah so that next step too means um managing people so what would yeah. you um was, was it a challenge for you or is it easy for uh, you at to... the start yeah, yeah for sure for sure um yeah i mean like um i'm quite introvert so when it comes to managing like a you know a lot of people um yeah like it takes more energy to do it i, I can do it but it takes more energy um um, communication, you know, is absolutely, you know, n- number one. But when, yeah, my like my first head chef job, um, yeah, you, you learn that you learn that pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and your costing and coming up with menus and so on as well. Um, how, what what's your process for coming up with a menu? Are you, I mean, here you're coming up with a different menu every day. So, mm. um, has that have you been in a restaurant that's done that before? What that that's what the that daily just, media um, yeah yeah I mean okay. yeah it's definitely part of um I think yeah like a, a, quite a few restaurants that, that I've worked in have done okay. that even dating back to to Langton's you know Jeremy used to change the menu um you know yeah not the whole menu daily no. but like tweaking constantly tweaking yeah, yeah. so that it's obviously a style that you feel familiar yeah with. I feel yeah. really comfortable with it um. And it just kind of like that that that's me you know if, if I see something while, while I'm out or get some inspiration from here and there I want, I want to think about this so I'm, I'm constantly constantly thinking um, do you, you know, write like, stuff down or do you just have it in your head it's pr- like a, a, I mean bits of written down for sure but yeah a lot of it's a lot of it's in my head um, yeah I mean I get get inspiration from uh, from a lot of different from I mean I mean from a lot of different places could be just like you know um, you know, driving to work, and you know, I, I see something, and and then you know, it makes me think about something else, and then yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, it's hard to explain, but I mean, working with Laurent's great because mm. you know we talk about food all the time and get inspiration off each other, and it just that that momentum just builds and builds and builds, and then we're like, oh yeah, that sounds really good. Let, let's let's try that, mm. and then what whatever we try. Um, I'm always, my mind, I just want to try and make it better and better and better, uh, mm. whether it be simply, you know, trying to, trying to make butter. So, all right, well, you know, let's, um, let's go through the process. How are we going to make it better like, mm-hmm. each time? Yeah. yeah. Have you discovered any new ingredients lately that you've um, incorporated in? Um, no, not, not really. No. Um, not, not like really new ingredients. No. Um, or even... Um, Combinations of things that you have come up with anything that you've been particularly proud of lately. I'm sure you're proud of every, every night. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like it, one, one dish that um, it kind of it, it goes goes back a bit now, but one dish I'm yeah really kind of you know proud of and um, is pretty pretty personal to me. When I went to to America, um, just travelled around there. For a while, with, um, um, yeah, my ex-partner, and it was an amazing, amazing trip. And um, basically, I ate a few different places, and um, yeah, travelled around the country. And 
I just, yeah, came back to Australia just like uh, feeling, you know, really inspired and um, thought of the, the classic combination of uh, tuna and foie gras. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's actually, I mean, it I, sounds different, but it's, like it's not. Like veal tinelli, I suppose, is it? Or what is tonato or whatever it's called? What is the thing when it's got yeah. the anchovy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's a, it's a classic, it, that's it. It's a classic um, kind of combination. Yeah, when you just say tuna and fire gras, it sounds different. It, yeah. Or if you read it on the menu, you'll probably think, oh, yeah, it's maybe, maybe a bit, bit oh, out there. But it, it's not really. Um, yeah, I mean, it's quite, quite classic in, in French French cooking. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when I was working at Sofitel, um, we had like a guest chef um, do um, a, a dinner for two nights and, and the, the, the main course that he did was like a, um, it was like, would have been like a 200 something gram piece of grilled yellowfin tuna um, with like a big slab of foie gras. Mm. on top it was just like melted over the top wow. veal jus and, and shaved truffles all over it it's pretty um pretty yeah like re- really elaborate yeah like, um yeah so kind of it, it go it goes you know quite a long a long way back but uh for me i thought i would just I, I wanted to try i really like that combination um from one of the places that that, that i ate in and I thought I'd just put a spin on, on, it, on it myself and we made this, came up with this really nice spring onion uh, dressing and, and, and mixed that through it and added some, uh, some crispy puffed wild rice on, on top for some ni- nice texture. Um, some native finger lime, just for that really good acidity. Amazing. And then shave that nice um, creamy, uh, we free, we, um, so the fry guy's just frozen and, and just microplaned over the top. Yeah. And it's just that really nice kind of like creaminess with, with the texture of the tuna and the rice and the, and the, the spring onion for that, you know, that umami and then the acidity of the, the finger lime. And it worked out to be a real winner. I've only just discovered those finger limes. They're amazing and they're just so photogenic as well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, when you first see them, like the, the, the colours, the colour is amazing and yeah, I can stare at them all day long. They're, they're, they're beautiful. Yeah, I went out to Corner Inlet um, at the end of last year with um, Sasha Rust from the Good Fish Project organised the day and Ben Shuri was out there. Yeah, wow. A few other chefs and Danny mm. Valentin um, and they had them on the table and I was like, oh my God, like, how have yeah. I never seen this Intrigued, before? Where yeah. have I been? Like, <laughs> so stunning. And then the fish yeah. that they were catching as well, incredible. Yeah, that, that, would, have been, that would have been a great day. Yeah, mm, well, yeah. I, I didn't go out on the boat but a lot of the chefs did with the fishermen um, just to get a real feel for what they do and um, yeah, it was pretty mm. incredible. Yeah. So have you noticed, because I feel like um, I was talking to some people at the, um, the beach house out in Geelong and they were saying how they've been surprised, the chef was saying that she's surprised um, that summer, she, we sort of maybe thought that would have gone on a bit longer because we had such a terrible summer, but that things, now mushrooms are starting to appear. Are you sort of yeah. noticing that um, there's some more autumn things coming in now? That yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm watching it. Um, yeah, you can see through, I mean, see through Instagram and um, what, I mean, yeah, like chestnut should be popping up as well, um, you know, in, in, in a week or so. Um, yeah, but... Yes, definitely seems like um, an, an early early time for mushrooms. Yeah, like yeah. It's often we get that Indian summer here, but we haven't really. I think it's just going to be slide on into <laughs> into autumn. Yeah. So what's on the menu tonight? Can you tell me about a few things? Yeah. So um, uh, well, to start with, we're doing like a little uh, chilled um, sweet corn soup. Mm-hmm. Sweet corn's still um, yeah re- really good at the moment. 
So sweet corn, um, chilled sweet corn soup with like a uh, vanilla cream on top and some uh, espalette pepper. So that, yeah, that, that'll just be to, to start off. Um, tomatoes are still going, going pretty strong. They're still re really nice. So we're making some, uh, some creme fraiche and we're serving the, the heirloom tomatoes with the creme fraiche, uh, fresh plums and, um, and chili and some plum vinegar. Wow. Yeah, there are a couple of dishes. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Sounds really good. What's that? The, the, I can smell something really butter. Is it buttery that I can well, smell? What are you making, Laurent? Right. Yeah, just, uh, just kind of like the, the crumbs, chorizo crumbs. Oh, yeah, the chorizo crumbs. Yeah. yeah, it's delicious. Hmm. I think any time butter starts melting, it smells yeah. <laughs> 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 really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we use, yeah, we use a lot of butter. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so the chorizo crumb, um, so, yeah, we use some, we cook some Western Australian uh, octopus. And we serve it with some uh, chorizo sauce, some um, sea succulents, some like beach banana and, and samphire. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's chorizo sauce, chorizo crumb. We make, make some lemon puree, um, some confit leeks. But yeah, that's, mm. everyone's really enjoying that at the moment. Mm. Yeah. So it feels like you have to be really creative, but also really um, practical and good with your hands to be a chef. Mm. Do you think anyone can be a chef? Like at your level, I can cook, but I don't know if I can be a chef. Um, <laughs> I really think it's just all about confidence. I think um, if you're if you're if you naturally are good with you know flavors and 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 have uh, confidence in cooking, to me these days that's what it's that's what it's all about. And if you just use like simple ingredients, whether it be just tomatoes with some. Um, use some creme fraiche or whatever it might be, just simple combinations. That that's that's a good good uh, good cook to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yep. Although sometimes you need to know the rules um, and the technical yeah, side to be able helps. to create something simple that's good as well. Like I don't know. Like it's yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, definitely experience um, gives you that. I mean. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of food that I that I don't kind of like these days, and it looks you know kind of almost a bit just trying too hard. Mm. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.